scary girl. Hi, everybody. Hey, everyone. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Sarah. I'm Vinay. And I'm Esther. Hey! hey! And this is... Dead Time Stories! A weekly podcast where Sarah and I get together to talk about ghost stories, true crime, mysteries, cults, conspiracies, the supernatural, paranormal, or even just the generally weird, eerie, spooky, strange stuff that we want to talk about that week. Why is that, Sarah? Oh, that's because it's our show and it's not yours. That's what we said. That's right. Every and time. if it's your first time listening, stop. Go, go back, back to and the listen beginning. to the beginning. But also, you heard us say four names just like last week, where we didn't accidentally load the same episode twice, two weeks in a row. We have two, the same two guests, two weeks in a row. Esther and Vinay are back. Yay! Yay! Hooray! They're guests this week. So exciting. Welcome back. Double the guests, double the fun. That's Absolutely. Right. Sorry, ahead of time, if you guys hear a pupper ba- barking in the background, that may happen from time to time. He's got a lot to say. He does. He just wants to be part of the fun. Little pup, little pupper. Mm-hmm. That's okay. He just wants to be involved. He just wants you know? to be involved. We all want to be included yeah. sometimes. I get fine. it. I get it's fine. Everybody sure. has that in them. Your, your episode dogs. is coming, Diablo. It's coming. It's just not this one. Yeah. Yep. It's tune in next week for Diablo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole episode is just a dog just barking. Just the dog barking. <laughs> That's I bet he's got some minutes. good stories with the name like Diablo. I mean, it's like our day at work, really. It's just It's true. Yeah. He interrupts the daily work sure. at the the South City Satellite Office. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd still not, I still love that. But that's just the. It's great. It's great. The name for the mm-hmm. for working at the house. Yes. It's the Southside Satellite Office. Well, we and on Fridays we listen to punk covers of songs, and then, so it's Punk Cover Friday. And I had it on our calendar for work, and we had to remove it because everybody thought that we were both busy all day, all, all day Friday. And it was just confusing folks. So we're just like, okay, we'll just Oh, it just it marked yeah. it on yes. your yeah. calendar. Yeah, yeah, it marked it. Mm-hmm. Like, we, yeah, oh we did gosh. the we did the wrong type of yeah. 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 So I was just like, we'll just <laughs> we'll just know. We'll just know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so were you listening to like some punk ghost pop? Yes. And the like. Yeah, um, so my so I'm on the product team at work. Um, and we all pre-Rona sat together in um, a conference room that had like some cubes in it and stuff and we called it the fishbowl because it was like windows on some of the sides and um, we all sat together and so we would listen to music in there pretty regularly and uh, on Fridays yeah we got in the habit of punk cover Fridays which is just listening to punk covers of anything so you can do you know punk goes a pop punk goes Disney is a we did that one favorite. this past week yeah yeah um, there's a lot of really great playlists out there Esther and I tend towards like more the ska kind of mm, stuff mm. so there are playlists mm. that have like a wider variety of things or more what you're looking for yeah. but yeah punk has covered it all and it's a delight to work it's to great. on a Friday it's great. that's my no, unpaid was... plug for punk punk cover Friday yeah. No, we were talking about awesome. it. And it they, is awesome. Would recommend. Well, there was one genre that they haven't done that I feel like they should. Is it? I don't remember what it was though. Like R and B. It was like either R and B or country. 
It was oh, one of those. Gospel. I well, they. I can that. think of R and B songs. There's like boys to men covers, and I can think of off. The okay, top maybe of my then head. it was country. I think country. I was country like, would I would love Korea. to see some punk covers of country music. I would pay to hear a yeah. ska cover of Amazing Grace. So trademark that idea. Oh, look it up. I bet there is one somewhere, <laughs> yeah, girl. Yeah. yeah. So that's well, that'll be my next band. I just remember being in Hot Topic in high school. And being like, where can I listen to this music at home? <laughs> and they were like, well, there's these great albums called Punkos Pop. Yep. Yep. And they're uh, punk bands doing covers of pop songs. Mm-hmm. And, and I was you like, can download what? those illegally oh, on LimeWire. Oh my God, you said right, that. I was going to say, you can download them on Napster or LimeWire. And if you want it to come through real fast, make sure the other person has a T1 or T3 internet. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one that's going to come through real quick. Oh, my you God. Oh, oh, my God. Those days of hot topic. Uh, do, you, do you remember that guy that I dated, Chris? I don't want to say his last name because we're on the radio and I don't know if he'll, he's never going to listen. But, like, he was a couple years older than us. He was, like, super older than me. He was, like, super into Scott and stuff. I dated him before I dated Pat. So, um, like, for like a super brief I remember. Period of time. Say his last name and Sarah will blurt out. That's who I thought yes, it was. Yes. <laughs> That's who I thought it was. I had drama class with him in ninth grade. Tell me, I know like I almost I nothing a- about him because I we dated for like a couple of weeks and I like skipped a lot of classes and smoked a lot of weed with him and then was like, all right, later, <laughs> later, dude, I'm gonna go and hang out with this guy who I'll eventually marry and then divorce. <laughs> but anyhow, <laughs> yeah, worth it. He's the guy I dated for a few weeks and then the guy that I dated for a few years and then married yeah. and then divorced. Yeah, yeah. But are still good friends with, right? Absolutely, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, no, yeah. he's yeah. Pet's a fucking phenomenal dude. One of the best, right? And people. I was like, my understanding is you're still best friends. Yes. You're just not married. That's anymore. correct. Yeah, which is delightful. I wish every, you know, I wish I everyone know. could be so lucky. I know, dude. He's just he's amazing. He's the greatest. Yeah. And then you came to visit me, and you were like, "I'm single, and I want to learn how to slut it That's up. right. That's right. He's like, I'm ready to write my hostery. I'm single, and I've never been a single adult woman. What do I do? And I was like, Oh, Fanae, it's a mess. Go have fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that, and that's exactly what happened. And I've had a, a blast. What happened? Mm-hmm. Until COVID. <laughs> COVID has been trash for my sex life. But yeah, COVID has been trash. Whatever. I mean, co- yeah, COVID has been I trash can, for I can hear all of the reasons. It's so quiet. Her oh, her baby muse. All right. Cats, <clears throat> pets, sex, high school boyfriend. <laughs> All the things. <laughs> banter. We bantered Yeah, it. we bantered. I was in that. We done been bantered. Yeah. <laughs> we were in that. Uh, well, before we move on to the the way we get into things and then having Vinay's story, I understand that we have another... Why are you laughing? The way we get into things. It sounds almost like a soap opera name. Like, the way that we are. <laughs> the days that we have. Yeah. The shows that we I thought you were laughing because I squeezed this ointment tube and it kind of sounded like a fart. Oh, I'm really sad I missed that. <laughs> fart. Did it sound like a fart or did it sound like a queef? I don't know. Sound- Hang on. Listen, listen. <laughs> This is that five star content people pay us for. This is it right here. This is a free episode. Calm down. 
It's a free episode. Yeah. I'm not getting paid for this. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm poor, but I got the most expensive tier of Patreon for you guys because I wanted to see those illustrations of celebrities holding on farts. I was like, and I upgraded my existing level for it. So I was like, click. Yeah. Okay. I can budget for it. It's fine. Worth it. Have so you, yeah, how do you feel about for, them so far? The for, yeah, for the listeners, I mean, they're fantastic. It's yeah. it's absolutely worth the upgrade. Would recommend. I've been sitting at the five dollar tier like a fucking loser, and now I'm I'm living the high life at the fifteen dollar tier, and I got access <laughs> to these dope ass <laughs> illustrations of celebrity ghost farts. Yeah. Each one comes with a little story. It's great. I love it. So yeah, and good. I didn't even have a Patreon because, you know, I'm poor. <laughs> but then I saw <laughs> the ghost farts and I'm like, oh, I'm in. And I wouldn't listen to <laughs> – like, Vinay had the $5 tier, but I wouldn't listen to any of the content because I'm like, I'm not going to – Profit off of a small business. I'm not gonna like, steal their, if it were their like if it were Netflix or Amazon. Fine, who gives? Sure, a fuck? Yeah. that's fine. You've got plenty of money. Share that like, password. A small p- oh podcast. God. I'm like, no, I don't deserve to listen to. Shout this. out to all the homies using my Netflix password. <laughs> <laughs> so, in I conclusion, support small business. Thank yeah. you. We Thank appreciate you so your support, yeah. both of you. Thank you yeah. so much. And we I'm, appreciate your creative five-star content. And I'm glad that you appreciate the bonus content. Mm-hmm. That makes me very happy. Um, yeah, because now bonus, you both have access to Ghost Adventures. We have so much bonus content. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a stupid amount. I cannot wait. Oh, my God. Stephanie, did you ever watch um, Ghost Brothers? No, but I snapped Sarah, you did about you it. Tell me about Ghost Brother. No, you, we, we told, told you. Me. <laughs> I was like, who told me about this show already? <laughs> I did. It was us. It was us. It's fantastic. Definitely watch oh it. Oh my god, it's amazing. Ghost Shit, what was yes, it on? You told me about it. Oh, I think Discovery. Plus? I think it was a Discovery Plus show. Yeah, so I think it was on Discovery. Um, <laughs> we'll give you the password. Oh my god. DM those. DM those Insta handles for the password. We have Discovery Plus for Christina, so Christina is funding. I have it from Esther's brother. So, well, I gave him Disney Plus strictly so he could watch Hamilton, and he just a couple months later, he was like, "Here you go, here's this." And I open it up and like, "Oh my god, there's so much true crime." Yeah, I am. Yeah, it was delightful. True crime heaven. I love it. It was wonderful. Yeah. So we got a promo this week. We do have a promo this week. So just like last week where we had, uh, we promoted Straight Up Enigmas, their podcast. This week, we got new friends. And these guys tend, um, how did they describe themselves? They are true crime slash they cover The Bachelorette. I'll let them explain it. <laughs> I'm confused. Here's, uh, here's their promo. Hi there. I'm Megan. And I'm Danielle. And we are Crime and Roses. We are a true crime and bachelor franchise recap podcast. Yeah, we're both. We are two Georgia attorneys watching and recapping all things Bachelor just for you. So we're talking Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, Winter Games, Summer Games, all the games. Basically any show that ABC comes up with and forces us to watch. And then we'll release a true crime episode connected to what we've seen on the show that week. So if you don't like true crime, we have The Bachelor. And if you don't like The Bachelor, we have true crime. And if you don't like either... 
We're probably not the podcast for you, and that's okay. So, if you're into one of those things, both of those things, come check us out as we combine our two favorite things into one-stop listening shop for you. So find us on your favorite podcatcher and on social media at Crime and Roses and email us at crimeandroses at gmail.com. Bye. Love you. Mean it. That's fantastic. That's genius. Like the yes, like the crossover in those audiences. Like that's phenomenal. Yeah, I love it. It's perfect. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm interested, and I'm not interested in the Bachelor, but I love that. If you're not into the Bachelor, we have true crime. If you're not into true crime, we have the Bachelor. But I I, yeah, but I have seen a lot of Bachelor and bachelorette contestants on dancing with the stars and they always do well well and let's be honest like i want to know what the memes are about you know so like yeah recap the shit that is memeable so that when i see it i know what's going on i love a meme i understand and it's got a pun in it check them out right crime and roses you can find them on all platforms like they said check them out on that note we're going to move into hey, the Stephanie. next part. Are you ready to do this? They're, they're already nervous. They are muting and like rehearsing <laughs> it behind the scenes. They're so worried about how this is going to go. We're ready. We are ready. <clears throat> we good. We good. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Stephanie. Hey, Penang. Hey, Esther. Y'all, Y'all ready, ready to, to talk, talk about, about some ghosts? Ooh. We nailed it. We nailed it. Well. Yeah, we, we really nailed that. We yeah. really good did. Go. Oh my god, you were so go. scared. What a good episode, so y'all! Low. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us on <laughs> Patreon.com/slash Dead Time Stories. This is uh, this has been our show. <laughs> That's your warning, y'all, because it's all downhill from here. <laughs> we peaked That's early. That's what we say all You're the time. Fitting right in. Vinay. <laughs> <laughs> What are you going to tell us about oh this Oh my gosh, I have got a musical mystery for you all this week. A musical oh. mystery? Like yes. musicals? Or no, just... like not musicals, like a, like about a musician. Oh, um, I'm so intrigued. Be excited. I know, yeah. I was really excited for a second. For a musical. I know okay, I'm... well, I'm <laughs> sorry <laughs> everyone. <laughs> Damn, it is downhill, sorry isn't to, it? Right? I, look, I said what I said. You said what I said. I'm excited. Let's hear it. (laughs) She's like, I'm going to tell you about a musical murder. I'll tell you the tale of Sweeney Todd. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me if you guys know this one. (laughs) Sarah's over there like, I was in that. This podcast now has four hosts. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right. Christina's going to murder somebody. Oh, yes. Oh. 100%. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. There's like number one. There's a line. Yeah. There's a line. There will be four hosts for one episode, and then there will be only one host going forward, and that host will be Christina. It's going to be Christina. Because mm-hmm. she murdered all of us. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. All right. So my <laughs> my story has a little bit of, um, so it's a l- little bit of true crime, a little bit of like maybe some unexplained 
alien encounter potentially actually. oh my god so we got a little murder and ghosts for me and now we got aliens we're gonna go into some potential aliens this week yeah yeah i'm here for it thanks i'm real excited so i mean you're here for it either way at this point but (laughs) (laughs) all right uh let's see so today's like what are you gonna do (laughs) yeah right (laughs) like bitch i got you now like where are you going (laughs) right welcome (laughs) who are you pierce morgan (laughs) (laughs) zing Okay, yeah, so this is a really cool story about, um, a really interesting story about a, a fella. I think I found this on, like, a BuzzFeed list or something. I can't remember where I saw oh, this. Oh, perfect. Yeah. yeah. I love those lists. Okay, so a fella by the name of Jim Sullivan went to his friends by Sully. <clears throat> he was the seventh son of a family of folks who moved down from Nebraska to, um, San Diego. And so he was born in 1940, moved to San Diego um, when he was young and grew up in, like, government housing there. He was a high school quarterback, so big dude, right? 6'2", tall. Picks up guitar from hanging out with uh, local blues groups at bars and um, hanging around town and hanging around other folks at the the projects where he lives. Um, And so he's growing up in in San Diego. He gets a a wife. He's playing in local rock bands because he picked up that guitar. Um, and he's <laughs> that's good. That's how it happens. That's how it happens. It, right. That's how it starts. You just exactly. pick it up, and then you pick it, it up, and then boom. That's you're a lifer. I yeah. hear. I don't. I kept picking it up and putting it right it's back a gateway down. So I'm doing something yeah. wrong. Yeah. 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 <laughs> But yeah, so he uh, he's really good at it. He's really fucking good at the guitar. So all of his friends are really supportive of him. His wife is really supportive of, um, you know, his band that he's in. Um, his sister-in-law is also in the band. Her name is Kathy. And I think I think she sings. I don't Oh, Sarah, Sarah made a, <laughs> Sarah made a face. You want to you wanna say was, something, Sarah? I was, I like, was, of course it's Kathy. Of course it's oh. Kathy. <laughs> oh, okay. <Yeah. laughs> right, no, I knew what she was saying. She was saying, yeah. of course. As in, of course it's yeah. Kathy. Gotcha, I was, like, gotcha. Myself not to derail your story, <laughs> but, but right, I totally I got where yeah. you were saying. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Yeah, where were we? Bear with me. I've got handwritten. Kathy her name was Catherine. We were right. talking about so Kathy. Her name is Kathy. It's um, so Kathy. he's in a band. Um, he's playing, you know, some local bars and stuff. Whatever. Um, he ends up buying a bar with one of his buddies from college, and it loses money and goes under. Um, so at this point, um, he and his wife and their young kiddo, uh, young son pack up and move from San Diego to LA in 1968. So he is 28 years old at this point. Barb gets a really great job, uh, working as a secretary at Capitol Records, um, which, you know, seems like it would be a really great thing for uh, for Jim's career. And her boss actually um, is also super supportive of Jim's uh, musical talent and recognizes uh, that, you know, he has potential and um, supports his efforts to eventually, um, you know, to, to try to get his music heard within Capitol Records, right? But anyway, meanwhile, um, she's working at Capitol Records and, you know, he's just writing and performing at local bars still, like, while they're trying to, trying to get his music heard. Um, so he gets pretty 
he gets to be a pretty solid regular performing at the Raft Club in Malibu, um, where he picks up uh, some famous friends. I didn't write the names down, admittedly, because I didn't recognize any of them, so I was kind of like, I don't care. But supposedly they were <laughs> But famous. supposedly they were famous people. Yeah, they're just from before my time. Somebody knew who they were. <laughs> I probably right. know who they are. Esther would probably know I who they were. I would probably know. Their moms are like, they are famous. They That's are exactly are. right. I know exactly what they right. are. Yeah. That's that's me. <laughs> that's Esther. I was just doing an Esther impression. Thirty five year old me. That's, yep. <laughs> I know them, yeah. Uh-huh. They were in my favorite movie. Yep. It's true. Mm-hmm. Oh, is Stacy Dabowski? I was gonna say <laughs> That was uh the impression they would do of me when we were like in the old house. Sawyer was like this is Stephanie every time we watch a movie. Oh, that's Stacy Dubowski. She was in this movie and she debuted in uh, A Winter Solstice directed by uh, <laughs> Steven Tyler. She actually uh, this was filmed in my backyard. In my <laughs> and, like that was always their impression of me and Stacy Dubowski was the made up actress that they would be. Oh, oh, the movie was Stacy Dubowski. Stacy Dubowski. <laughs> I love St- it. Stacy I love it. That's that. fantastic. Yeah. Stacey yeah. Dubowski. That's fun yeah. to say. Excellent. It is. It, does, yeah. it is a really fun one to say. Yeah. 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 So all these supposedly famous people and he are friends, right? And he's performing at the Raft Club in Malibu, which is popping at the time in the uh, late 60s. He got to appear as an extra in Easy Rider. Um, so that was a little bit of, um, he was not lucky. A, yeah. It's not a credited role, but he is was Is that the there. one with Tom Selleck? Is that know. a different Easy one? Rider, I think, is the one with Dennis Hopper. It is the one with Dennis Hopper, yes. I feel like Tom Selleck he and Dennis was Hopper were friends. in something Jim, that Jim had and knew each Driver other. in the title. Mm. What did you say? It had what in the title? Driver. You think it's about Driver. Baby Driver? No. That was a movie that came out recently. Are you thinking about <laughs> Adam Driver? <laughs> Star Wars? I'm always thinking about Adam Driver, first <laughs> of all. <laughs> Mini drivers, no, she's another actress, no. but like uh, you know, ages mm. ago, she does a she does a good American accent. Mm-hmm. She does, yeah, yeah, it's solid. Yeah, I've seen her in something. She can talk like us four people real well. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. Uh, yeah. I said what I said. <laughs> the mantra. Like, if we had a crest for dead time stories, yes. like our house crest, I feel like our house <clears throat> motto would be, I said what I said. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I said what I said, and that's awful. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but the, that's awful. I'm so sorry is like yeah. very tiny on the very bottom small of and the in crest. parentheses. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think mine, and I've definitely thought about this as well, mine would just say, it's fine. It's fine because things are always going terribly, and I'm just like, it's fine. Yep. It's fine. It's fine. Charlie loves that phrase so much he has it tattooed on his body. Oh bless! Mm-hmm. 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 I love it. So that's his house crest too. It's fine. Yeah, it's I love fine. it. I, I love like it. that. I love Someone it. draw our house crest with "I said what I said" parentheses tiny quote, and it's awful, and I'm so sorry. One of you, one of you beautiful listeners out there, homework. One of you illustrators, yeah, Christina. <laughs> Bitch, you need to keep that number it. one spot. You gotta work for it now. He, he knew famous people, and he was an extra and easy rider. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, yeah, that's All what right. we're talking about. Okay, so 
Uh, so eventually he gets his first album together, um, and it's backed financially by his friends, right? So he makes a studio album. Um, it's got some really notable musicians, and I also didn't recognize in there. Um, and <laughs> and his friends obviously like believe in him a ton, right? Like so they get. They get this record released, and it is so. They tried to get it released through Capital first, um, with the help of Bart, of his wife's uh, boss, and he was super into it and like tried to to get him get him seen and heard, um, but it didn't quite work out. So uh, Jim's friend Al sets up a small uh, record label just for the purpose of re- of releasing this album. So like that's how like. I have, like, in asterisks here, like, Homeboy's friends are supportive AF, because they are. Like, they got his back. Like, his wife and friends are, like, with him to the end, man. Nobody's gonna say no one bought your albums. We all buy your albums, man. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And this was, and think about the timing, too. You know, he was turned down from Capitol Records. Um, this, is, this is 1969, so Year of the Moon Landing. Um, he was turned down by Cap. And how old was he at this time? He was 29 years old. So this was a year after they moved to LA. He's trying to get his, uh, he's been become a a regular name at these clubs and he's trying to get his music out there. Um, Capitol Records is essentially like, yeah, no, I like, he does sound really great. Like you're right. But, um, he also sounds too close to James Taylor, who is the, you know, at the time, the new artist that they were promoting. So they thought it was a little bit too similar, so they didn't want to um, didn't want to take him on. So his friend created a, a label, released the album under the label, and I actually listened to the album uh, last night when I was doing research for the story. And first of all, it's great; it's really good. I would actually highly recommend um, for anybody to listen to it because yeah, it's clear that he's he's a very talented musician, um, and it's it's a great album. It's very like Americana folk kind of vibes you know 60s right so so similar to james taylor right exactly so right james <laughs> taylor vibes like capital records might have had a point you know what i'm saying so um okay so he um releases that album and and nothing really happens there's so much shit going on there's that's the year that you know fucking abbey road comes out like he's not you're not breaking it's not the year you're breaking through so he does a pretty solid struggle and um, tries to, like, as a last-ditch effort, sort of, like, um, release, re-record and release a couple of songs as singles in some different places. It really does, goes nowhere, does nothing. 1972, he releases his second album, uh, which is his self-titled Jim Sullivan album. Um, on Playboy Records, which was like a brand new thing right about then. Um, and he released it and stores weren't like super sure what how to handle music released on Playboy Records. And I was gonna ask, yeah, what is that even Right. Like it was yeah, it was brand new at the that? time and yeah, exactly. And the public were the yeah, and commercial I public it was, was not ready as for in, it. Yes, right. Playboy magazine. Yes, that's yeah. correct. Yeah, so it was I a assume if you're getting the record, you're like, is this audio porn right wow. right and so it was definitely so and he's like no it's it. my folk music yeah this poor dude man he it sounds like he had a lot of talent and a lot of he drive and he just was in the wrong place at the wrong time so stacks against him yeah so uh so he releases it and it you know it flops people don't really know what to do with it and so he kind of starts to turn to alcohol um, you know, his life story just starts to fall apart a little bit. His marriage is getting kind of rocky. Um, so this is in like 1972. So three years later in 1975, 
Jim decides, okay, well, Kathy is living in Nashville singing, and she's making a decent living as a singer. Um, so I'm going to drive out to Nashville and try and get some work and see if I can get some work and send some money back home to you guys so y'all can come back out to Nashville with me. So that was that was the the decision that he and his wife made in uh, in 1975. So that's the game plan right now. That's the game plan is to go out, yeah, go out to Nashville where Kathy is, make some dollar bills, and then send back for the wife and the kiddo. Okay. I assume this plan is going to get derailed. This plan is going to get derailed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The best lane plans often. I mean, often I feel do. like that kind of that genre would would thrive in um, Nashville, but I only have like one single experience with Nashville, so I don't know. Yeah, I feel like that's a good spot for it for sure. I think yeah. Nashville's a solid market for what he's what he's putting out. Yeah. yeah. But what do the aliens get him before he makes it to Nashville? So we're getting there, Sarah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Let's find out together. <laughs> I'm trying. Did you used to work at Apple? <laughs> no, but I did tell one of my mom's friends who is a boomer. Um, I was like, you know what? Your son get fr- gets frustrated with you when he tries to teach you how to use your phone. Go to the Apple store. They will teach you how to use your phone. They are paid to be patient. Yeah. And... Uh, Probably the best advice I've ever given anyone. Well, I I used to work at the Apple store, and that is a thing that they train you to say. (laughs) Because I remember because because they and every other job I I had, they really heavily discouraged ever using the phrase "I don't know." Right, right. And if you don't know, like you find the answer, but don't ever say "I don't know." And when I worked at Apple, they explicitly train you: it's okay to say "I don't know," but you follow that with. Let's find out together. (laughs) Which you hear it like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It sounds like Apple. Yeah, it's perfect. perfect. But that was that was what you were trying to say. So that if you hear this question again, you can answer it. You know the answer, and you don't have to say I don't know. But also, like you're letting them know that like it's okay. I I don't know everything either. But we can both find out. That's not what I want I, from my tech support person. <laughs> at other jobs that I've had, I love to bring that up. But the job I have specifically now, there are a lot of people who used to work at Apple. <laughs> and I, I say it and you just see them like, like shut down. <laughs> like they're traumatized. Yeah. I don't know. Let's find out together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And even hearing me say it, right? You're like, that sounds so Apple. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I feel like even hearing me say it, I sounded very Apple as well. So Apple. That was when you said it, and I was like, did you used to work at Apple? (laughs) That's so Apple. No, I'm just really friendly. It is, though. It's true. Yeah. So what are we finding out together? Back to the aliens. All right. So so let's find out what happened to Jim. Together. On his trip here. Mm-hmm. Together. Let's find out together. So, it's not really finding out for me. I already know. I feel like that's disingenuous. Well, <laughs> Sarah, Stephanie, and I I don't want to lie to the are listeners. Are finding out together. Me and together. Esther and Sarah yeah. are all yeah. finding out together. And all of our friends listening. Yeah. Okay. Esther, you're a natural. <laughs> <laughs> She's very used to wrangling me. Mm-hmm. So, March 4th, uh, 1975. 
Uh, he is 35 years old, our friend Jim, a.k.a. Sully. Uh, and he takes off from L.A. to Nashville in his Volkswagen Beetle. Uh, he's got $125 in his pocket. Um, he's got his guitar with him and a box of, you know, tapes and copies of his albums and whatever. And, um, and off he goes. On March 14th, his wife files a missing persons report because Jim has disappeared somewhere in the New Mexico desert. She did He dumped and abducted. No. He's got such, right. I'm like, he's such a tough time. He done been abducted. So, I think it was the her. kicker yeah. of this, before we get into what we know, what happened, the name, so I mentioned that his second album was self-titled, Jim Sullivan. The name of his first album was UFO. Ooh. Six years before he disappeared was when he released this album. And there are lyrics on this album that some people have interpreted to be talking about leaving his wife and his family behind and walking out into the desert and essentially getting abducted. And yeah. Um, So he released that album six years before he disappeared in the New Mexico desert. In the desert. Did they ever find his car? So. Was there any money missing? I feel like he's living in Mexico. So. Well, he only had $125 to his name. Okay. Maybe. That goes a long way in Mexico, though. That's fair. That's touche. Yeah. Okay. So, did they ever find his car? Yes. So, here are the known, here are his last whereabouts leading up to his disappearance. Here's what is known from, from witnesses. So, his wife, um says that he left at uh, 3.15 p.m. California time on uh, March 5th to head out to um, to Nashville, right? So she gets a call from him the next afternoon. And she gets a call afternoon of the 5th. And, um, and he's like, hey, I just wanted to give you a call and let you know that I'm all right. And she was like, okay, well, that's weird. Like, I, like, it's the next, it's, you've been gone a day. I have no reason to think you're not all right. Right. (laughs) And so she like thought that was a little bit strange, but was like, okay, whatever. And, um, like, cool. Glad to hear it. And she was like, well, hey, what's your driver's license information for this, like, insurance you know, situation, whatever, because they're getting ready to move and stuff. And so she wants to make sure everything's switched over. Um, and so they chat for a minute and um, he sounds bothered. And so she asks him, like, you know, is everything OK? And he's like, ah, you wouldn't believe me if even if I told you. And she's like, oh, OK. And, yeah. And then and then he was Aliens. like, he was like, well, I got a hotel. Like, I'm going to be like, I'm going to stay here tonight and probably head out tomorrow and she's like okay great like you know talk to you later and they go off the phone. don't know why i wouldn't believe <clears throat> that but okay right exactly yeah and <laughs> yeah i have no mm-hmm. reason to be suspicious Sounds but also normal, like dude. sure whatever mm-hmm. um apparently the night before that the night before the phone call so 15 hours after he left california because he called her the next day um so 15 hours after he left california it was the middle of the night he'd been driving he'd been driving for a very long time and um he got pulled over for swerving right outside of Santa Rosa, New Mexico, which is where he called from the next day. And so the cop pulled him over, thought maybe he was drunk or something, took him into the station, gave him a sobriety test. He passed everything. Turns out he was just tired. And so the he was like, yeah, you know, you've been driving for 15 hours. Like, you got to rest. Like, you can't be back out on the road. So uh, Jim gets a hotel there in Santa Rosa. Um, and, 
you know, he leaves the police station, gets a hotel, and and that's that's it. So uh, the hotel was never selected. Um, and the key was locked inside the room. So he had pretty much like opened the door, tossed the key in, closed the door and left. And that was it. Uh, none of his belongings or anything were in there. Um, his car was found, uh, 26 miles, I think, away at a ranch and it had all of his belongings in it. So it had, it had the remainder of the money. It had, um, his ID, his, you know, all of his albums and tapes, um, his guitar was in there, which was crazy, you know, big. Cause people were like, he definitely would not have left his guitar. Like, um, you know, could have lived a little bit of a hippie lifestyle, sure, whatever. But like, you, you know, you're, if you're going off into the wilderness and you're a musician, money. then that was, yeah. you know, and, that's, and he left his money and then he left his way of making money. And that's exactly right. And one of his friends years later was like, um, yeah, he definitely wouldn't have left the, the guitar in there because he would have known that he could make a couple bucks on any corner with that, you know. If he needed to. Um, can't we all? Right. So, well, I can't, but uh, <laughs> I'd have to get real creative with I'll that guitar. A of <laughs> oh, we, I, I don't know how to play a guitar either. So. Oh, yeah. I assumed we were talking about. Right. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could do something with that guitar, but I won't be playing it. <laughs> so. Uh, so they obviously check with the folks at the ranch. They're like, hey, like, what's up with this dude? Because uh, his car actually turns out, um, by the time his wife, um, files a police report, which is, uh, you know, some days later, March 14th, um, she files a police report. The police start looking into it and they're like, oh, hey, wait a sec. Like, we've got that car in impound. And so they look at, like, you know, where it came from, whatever. And they're like, oh, it was picked up on this ranch. It's still got everything in it. And, uh... The gal on the ranch was like, yeah, when they interviewed her, um, she was like, yeah, I saw him. But, like, I saw him outside his car and I asked him if he needed help because it was parked, you know. And he said he didn't and he was fine. And then he started walking away from the car and I was like, all right, whatever. So I went back inside and she's like, I thought it was a little bit strange, but I just kind of called my neighbor and told her about it. And so I guess, like, a day or two went by without seeing him or the car going anywhere. And so the neighbor called um like the sheriff's department and just reported like an abandoned car and had them come and tow it so that's how it got impounded um the engine was dead also on the car and that was the literally her seeing him then walking away from the car was the last like anybody ever saw or heard from him ever again um a few years later um they did recover a body nearby um, and it was not found not to be his remains. They thought it was at first, um, because it had, it was, a uh, the remains of a guy, um, with like a handlebar mustache and a very little, you know, small beard and whatever, and like kind of matched his height and weight. Um, but it was not him. But it was somebody who looked similar to him. Yeah. Somebody who's, yeah. Well, I mean, it was, but it was also like kind of the style at the time. Like if, like if, um. Sure. But yeah. I'm like, how many people disappeared in that specific little area? Right. Right. Well, At that time, right? We're like, in did the, they do like dental records? We're in the seventies, though. There was a lot of murdering in the seventies, and it's also like out in the fucking desert, man. Like, I mean, we were out. Like, if I had just walked off somewhere and we were driving through, like, there's no way. So, um, the here's the article about the body that they found. City Police Department has been asked to furnish all available data on the description of James Sullivan. 
to medical examiner's office in Albuquerque. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, he was last seen in Santa Rosa area near Barica. During the first week of March, the body at the medical examiner's office in Albuquerque was badly decomposed, found buried in an isolated area about eight miles west of La Cruce, Las Cruces, uh, nude with no trace of ID, foul place suspected, uh, was believed to be that of a Caucasian male about six foot two, weighing about 180, said he appeared to be between 30 and 40 years old and had been dead between one and four weeks. The man had a tattoo on his right forearm, a, must, a mustache, and a small beard. So the thing that confused me about that when I read it was, like, I couldn't find anything about, like, I was like, oh, the tattoo, like, that seems like it would be pretty distinctive, right? And so I couldn't find anything about um, James Sullivan having a tattoo. But, yeah, I know that that was ultimately, that was ultimately found to be not him. So. I was going to say, I, I would think that that would be something, I mean, people would have known, right? right. If he right. had a tattoo. Right. That would have been something that they could look out for. Depends yeah. on where it is. We should pause a second. I was going to say Sarah is frozen. And then she got lost. Sarah! Back. Yeah. Let's just keep going. All right. Okay. Where were we? Did we wrap up? We finished, right? We hadn't quite finished, I think. So we were still figuring out, like, what happened? So the last people that saw him, he walked off from the yeah. Sarah, the Sarah was the, well, and had left his car and everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean that was, and that's the last anybody saw. Like, what are the theories? The, so the theories are obviously. Thank you. Yes, that's that's where we're going with this. I was like, yeah, that's what I was happened. Like, that's not the end. That's <laughs> like the end. That's what happened. happened. That's it. That's no, it. So I mean, I have my theory. <laughs> So obviously, <laughs> there are a lot of theories about what happened. <laughs> Let's talk about at least one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so we're gonna talk about the alien one, obviously, because obviously. So, um, so he did release this album called UFO six years prior to his death, and there are songs about it that have been interpreted to refer to like UFOs or aliens. Um, I listened to this album last night while I was doing this research and looked over the lyrics to all the songs because it's not a super long album. Um, and I got kind of a distinctly different, right? So there's that camp that thinks that like he foretold his own abduction or he had, maybe he had like a previous encounter with aliens and was aware that like this would happen, um, in some way, and so they, people think that, you know, he was abducted and that his disappearance and his album were linked. Um, but if I'm being real, like, I looked over all these lyrics and listened to the album, and, I mean, it's just kind of like every, I, like, I feel like a lot of these lyrics are very, like, religious. Like, the metaphors in them are very religious and not really about aliens. Like, one... So the actual, the song, which is titled UFO. Well, yeah, I, I guess I can see how that relates. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so the, right, so the song is, the song is titled UFO. And it talks about, um, oh, let's see. A lot of tricks were pulled in a book I read. Only man I know that got up from the dead. 
A lot of people living by the words that he said. I'm checking out the show with a glassy eye. Yeah, sounds like Jesus. Looking at the sun dancing through the sky. Did he come by UFO? So each verse ends with the line, did he come by UFO? Or looking at the sun dancing through the sky, did he come by UFO? So each verse ends with those lines, but like the content of it is the song yeah, super like Jesus-y, Jesus. right? Sounds like Jesus. Well, there's also like... um. What song is it? Come Sail Away by mm-hmm. Sticks. Sticks, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where, like, at the beginning of the song, they talk about the angels, and then, like, later in the song, it's like, I thought that they were angels, but to my surprise, they grow, grow, uh, got upon their starship and headed for the skies. Yeah. Yeah. Where, like, there's there's this little mix of, like, religion and our aliens, aliens and angels, yeah. like, maybe they're the same thing. I have my own theories about that. Let's okay, hear it. Yeah, let's hear it. I would love to hear it. I'm here for I it. I feel like I've talked about them before, but just in general, I feel like so I, I identify as agnostic, but I feel like either God is real or aliens are real. Like one of them <laughs> has to be real at least. I think that's fair. Or depending on your understanding of what that is. Maybe God is an alien. Maybe they're the same thing. If like it depends on how you consider humanity. If we if you think God is like this all powerful, like in control of everything, like I made that happen on purpose. I'm not really that into that. But could there be this other being, this otherworldly being? And this started as, like, a little project with some amoebas, and they walked away, and some shit happened. So you're, like, full ancient aliens, then. Like, 100%, like, full onboard ancient aliens. Not full onboard. I'm saying... (laughs) (laughs) What I'm saying is I don't know anything. Yeah. And when it comes to people who proselytize either... I think that they, anybody who says they know for a fact sounds crazy, regardless of which yeah. thing that they're saying. Like, I know for a fact that God is real. I know for a fact aliens are real. If you heard anybody say that, you would be kind of dismissed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I, I don't feel like I would be more dismissive of either one than the other. So, but I'm also like, there's something that we're missing. We just haven't connected all the dots. Right, right. So, yeah, exactly. And to your point, it could very much, very well be kind of, you know, one of the same. Um, so it could I like, be like that he theory, thought it yeah. was Jesus, but turns out Jesus was an alien. Could, so, Ooh, okay. Maybe. I would listen to that country song. <laughs> Jesus was an alien. Jesus was an alien. I would listen Sammy to Kershaw. the punk cover of it. Yes, absolutely. 100%. And OP, if you will. So, um, so a couple of other, so I'm really glad that you guys mentioned the, um, um, the gal at the Cecil Hotel, whose name I cannot remember. Uh, Elisa Lamb. Elisa Lamb. Yeah. Oh my God, um, did you watch that? mentioned her case Did you earlier. watch that truth series? Yeah, we did. Oh my <laughs> did. God. Oh my God. So sad. So sad. Uh, and so yeah. that's kind of almost how I felt about this, too. Because if, if you think about the... So, so the UFO part is definitely... That's one theory of what happened to him, right? Um, and the other theory is just that he kind of went off into the desert and died. Like, things were, you know, super bummer in his life at that point. You know, moving to Nashville. And I take it that you're in the he wandered off in the desert and died camp. 
I, well, I was until we, until we, but, I, but I, let me present the evidence. So he's, he's sad. Okay. He's, he's turned to alcohol. He's got very little money to his name, but a whole lot of pressure to like make this family somewhere new that his existing family can come out. His uh, wife has always been the breadwinner. So like, it's a stressful thing for um, him to try to be taking that over. And um, I mean, as long as the, some someone's winning bread, I don't see a problem with it. Well, that's fair, but like all of, his, ho- all of his, all of his, right? Exactly. I right? agree. I agree. Hashtag feminism. Yeah, it only takes <laughs> one person for a couple to be rich. <laughs> exactly. It only takes one person for a couple to be rich. Yes. <laughs> Marry some poor people. Spread it around. Spread that wealth. But yeah, so I'm like, shit was going downhill. Like, his music career, man, was, like, hella super in the toilets. He was having a downtime of it. And so some of the lyrics that he, that are in that album also just sort of talk about doing that. Talk about just kind of wandering off into the wilderness and, like, sitting by a creek somewhere and dying. Um, so there's so there's kind of you know there's there's those two and I was I was kind of in the sad camp before we started recording but I don't know Stephanie like I I feel like, like now I'm maybe back in the alien camp also they still haven't found his remains and like people have looked into it right so like in that this was you know he died in 1975 um or went missing in 1975 um and like you know he obviously had that circle of incredibly supportive friends that we mentioned earlier and so those folks were real curious he had a big ass family he was one of seven kids so like you know like there were people that knew about him that were curious about him that were influential enough to like get some shit done um so like you know some people say there wasn't enough done on on the investigation some people say that it was an incredibly thorough investigation um somebody came back like got a renewed interest in it in i want to say like 2010 um and it's this fella who like re-releases like old records to like you know just like give him one more chance at getting the sound out there and uh and so he was on a blog about um like looking for old records to re-release and came across you know some folks asking some questions about uh, what happened to this guy and so that kind of started him down a little bit of a rabbit hole of like sort of reinvestigating um and so he has done interviews with some of his friends um and with his son he's talked to and everything and yeah it's hard because his son just kind of like his son talks about him in like a yeah like if he ever had to do a corporate job like he would kill himself kind of way but like doesn't really talk that I could find about anything else really about him and just seems very sort of casual about the whole thing. Um, the wife, she put out, um, like a typed note of what happened of her account of what happened, um, you know, in the last times that she spoke to him and stuff. So I don't know. It's, uh, there's not a ton of evidence and people have been look, have looked back into it like even more recently and everything has just kind of been a dead end about it. So, yeah. I'm still wild. saying Mexico. I'm still saying he went could, to Mexico. Mexico. Could be. He yeah. Could be, yeah. I think he was like, like right someone shit behind. If you didn't yeah. want to be that dude anymore. Mexico, yeah. It does it seems like he'd take the guitar though. Yeah, they have guitars in Mexico. <laughs> I don't know. If you're trying to disappear, you're not taking mementos from your previous life. That's an excellent point. Yeah. Mm. That's a valid point for sure. Mm-hmm. That's how you get caught. Yeah, that's how people figure out who the fuck you are. The key in the room, (laughs) the truck parked 26 miles away, all his shit inside. 
Yep. Engine dead. And somebody saw him park the car. Yep. And he was like, yeah, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. And he just walked off. And he just walked off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aliens. I'm, I'm so confused. Right. And But I I don't, I lean towards aliens. I, yeah, <laughs> I am going to jump right onto that bandwagon, I think, because I like it. It's nice there. Because yeah. I'm like, maybe he saw something previously. <laughs> it's, it's nice there. Because he's with other people. He's yeah. with aliens. <laughs> I like to like think he's, he's having not, a grand old time making music dead. in the heavens. He's just in another universe. It's, it's okay. Right. He went to go live that life he wanted to with Space Jesus. That's right. Yeah. Yes. That's how we spin the story to be nice and warm. And I warm. like it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was... <laughs> it's difficult scratcher. to not have closure, but at the same yeah, time, sorry like, about it that. Was a really interesting story. Yeah, right, yeah. right. And give his album a listen for real. So obviously, the title of his first album is UFO. His name is Jim Sullivan. Um, you can find it. it was released in 1969. You can find it on Spotify. It's got good vibes. I mean, you know, I weird vibes, but like it's good. Second album is titled If. I was abducted. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> That's correct. Jay Sullivan, if Ooh. I was abducted. Yeah. There it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was so it's good. It's a working title. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I'm not yes. sure yet, but yeah, yes. it sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I want to thank you all for coming on our show two episodes yes. in a row. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, thank you so much for it. having us. This was a blast. This was fantastic. You all were wonderful guests, and thank you so mm-hmm. much for supporting our podcast, as well as, like, you know, guesting on it and being lovely guests. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, super Hey, all you wonderful listeners, support if you can. Yes. So if you want to support our show, of course, you can subscribe to our Patreon. We have $1, $5, $10, and $15 tiers with exciting, awesome bonus content that you can only access through the Patreon. But of course, um, we also have merch too that you can buy on our website, deadtimestorieswithaz.com. Get that merch out of Sarah's house so we can get new merch into Sarah's house. But also, if you don't have any money, (laughs) Sarah's like, please buy the merch. Oh, the stickers and the keychains are those. Oh my god, Patreon I'm so or excited! Patreon only. Ooh, Patreon I came only. in at the right time. Though, oh my goodness! Hello. I uh, designed a banana turd, and <laughs> there is a sticker and a keychain for our Patreon subscribers only. And trust. It's awesome. Yeah, Sarah sent me a so... picture of the keychain, and I was like, I cannot wait to put that keychain oh my God. on my yeah. keys. So now that you put it all on blast, real fast, um, I want to. I I'm so sorry, everyone, but the keychain is not for everyone. Ooh, the keychain is is strictly for the fifteen dollar. <gasps> that's that's us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's if you're not paying fifteen dollars a month, you're not getting you're the not key getting chain. the keychain. You are getting. The sticker, sticker. the stickers for anyone who's a Patreon supporter, um, $1 and up will get a sticker, but only the $15 will get the keychain. The keychain, honest to God, I only bought because there was a sale going on and I bought it for (laughs) me and Stephanie. And so I only have, I have a very limited number of those. And so those are only going to (laughs) Stephanie and myself. And then oh, the so people sorry. who pay the most money. I so I, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I don't. Want she couldn't flag me down earlier to tell it. me to stop because she's frozen. <laughs> my internet is awful because my computer is like we've been going for three and a half hours and it's about to poop out at any moment. But yeah, like a banana turn. Like a banana I will turn. Just clear. I will re-clarify. 
If you are subscribed to our Patreon, <laughs> you will get the Banana Turd sticker. It is amazing. I designed it. It is a banana that has been peeled open and there's a turd inside. So if you want that, which why wouldn't you, you need to be subscribed to our Patreon. <laughs> it's the only way to get the sticker. And it is beautiful and amazing, if I do say so myself. But of course, you can also support us without having any money at all by giving us a five-star review on iTunes. That's how other people are going to find us and they can share the love of banana turd and ghosts and all sorts of spooky shit literally and figuratively yeah 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 so yeah i want to thank you all again for being on our show (laughs) thanks for having us thanks for having (laughs) us and thank you everybody for listening i'm stephanie and i'm sarah i'm esther and i'm vanay hooray yay and this has been Thanks for listening. Dead Time Stories is hosted by Sarah Heddens and Stephanie C. Ferguson. Music and editing by Eric Gershnow. Artwork by Rennie Slackman. 